Hey Sumlings and Absumal Fanatics! Black Friday is here and to celebrate we are helping you get an extra 10% off at Absumo. Welcome to the Tech of the Future podcast by Podcast Launch Agency hosted by Chris Cowden. In this limited series podcast, you'll meet the founders of Chopcast, Resound, SEO Crawl and more. Discover how to use these tools to grow but your business or launch your podcast. Let's find out about the founder's vision, their favorite features and listen out for special prizes that you could win. Yeah, sure. It was, I'm an eclectic guy. So I, I thought rather than niche, I'll go broad because there's so many things I'm interested in. But the recurring theme is business. And the, the idea of business breaks was actually it was an extension. The story was corporate stress and mental health. So Business Breaks was the lunchtime walk that I started doing as part of a mental health training day or training event that the company I was working with for at the time uh, ran. And I ended up making friends actually from managers who I would be friendly with, but it would be on a professional level. And then when you're walking with people on in lunchtime walks, you'd actually start having a proper conversation. And by proper, I mean not necessarily about work, but about who they are, what they're getting up to, what are their plans. And I felt more connected. So that's kind of the background behind the idea of business breaks. And again, talking anything business-related, and it doesn't necessarily have to be business-related on a personal level, but for business, it can be anything So I talked to quite a few founders, a few accountants. My background was as a management accountant originally, trying to get some project managers on on my show. So if you're listening to this, feel free to go on the website. There's a guest application form you can can apply for. Be very excited to have some people talk. And yeah, last person I interviewed is actually a mental health coach, and he just applied, and I found him compelling. The email landing page again is me sharing early access to some of the recordings giving a bit about well what is the episode about and my experience with the guests generally speaking I don't publish any guest interviews I didn't enjoy (laughs) but that's kind of par for the road right (laughs) yeah I think it's important not that podcasters have a choice if you you're creating your podcast you interview somebody or you record a episode and you listen to it back and go oh this isn't great for my listeners or Mm. i just don't feel happy with this piece of content you don't have to publish it even if you've interviewed somebody and it's been for an hour or two hours i wouldn't recommend two hour podcast episodes but just you have full control Give yourself permission to be creative, your quirky self, your authentic self. Be honest with where you are at your journey. The more authentic you are, the better. And I think giving yourself permission to say, no, this isn't a good fit is fine. Yeah. And that that I love that video thumbnail. That's me with the blue Yeti pre-meeting Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what most people start with, right? And looking yeah. back, I think, God, have I become a snob with the uh, with the hardware? But um, yeah, and and to be fair, in terms of some of those interviews, I haven't published. It, it has been down to sometimes me. I wasn't on form, and I don't want to show 
always that version of me if I don't think it adds value to the audience. I think you can get so intense with an interview sometimes that you aren't yourself because you're, mm. you're trying to get the, the interview so, so good that you don't become you. You know what I mean? You get intensified yeah. in your your presenting and your questions. You kind of think this question's rubbish. This question's rubbish. And it's yeah. not. It's just you, you overthink it and you get so drawn into there's probably a massive psychology behind podcasting and interviewing as well but you know you get drawn into that that area don't you i think so you lose composure when especially if you're intimidated by a guest who's an expert on something that you respect like a skill or has achieved something and you try and get up to their level so you over overextend on what you know and then you end up shall we say rambling uh, to get that question out and it could be too broad and you think why did I even try to ask that yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so but yeah. I think it goes back to the when I first started I thought oh they're experts I need to put them on a pedestal and I did for mm. some time but then when I get, got some feedback they're just like you they might just be a couple steps ahead so just treat them as on a friend level but just do a lot of research up front so that you have some idea of who they are. A research tool I would recommend for that would be collaborating because it will just take the time out of online research for you. And there's plenty of ways that you can use collaborating to help with your researching, especially for podcasts. I only do half now. I do half questions, say 10, and then I do half thinking on, on my feet. So it's a bit more, I'm not relying on too much paperwork because I think sometimes when well, you can get drawn into the questions and not actually go off on a tangent of what they've just said. So I only do half and half. Originally before it would be about 50 questions in a line. And then if I didn't get to number 49, I'd be annoyed at myself. But then sometimes, you know, people talk and they do jump around. They don't yeah. like try and have a linear conversation. They do want to bounce around. And it's, you do have to roll with the punches like that, don't you? And it's, but yeah. for me, what's been amazing over the, because my podcast is only what a year and a bit old is the opportunities I've had. Even today, I got sent some freebies by a record company. And uh, and I went to like some festivals this year for free. I didn't spend any money, you know. And it's it's this, the opportunities that open up to you as well when you take the plunge is, is amazing. Yeah. So, actually, I've got to ask you both, and I'll start with you, Robbie. Is What kind of person were you before you started podcasting? And since starting a podcast, what kind of person are you now? I mean, you're the same, Robbie, but have yeah. you seen a significant change? Yeah, I think so. I'm more confident speaking to people. If you want to say famous, then I'm more comfortable speaking to them now and not being sort of intimidated by it or fanboying out too much. So it's one of those things where I've had early on, I had some really difficult interviews. Like when I first started the podcast, I think it was the second or third interview. The guest was really difficult. And instantly I, I clammed up and I was like, I don't know what to do. I just want to leave, you know, that sort of thing. Whereas now I'm in the area of going, right, I'm not having that from you. And I'd have a go at them. You know what I mean? It's more sort of like, don't talk to me that way. I'm not taking it, you know, and you, you become fierce and fearless at the end because you, you get a confidence. Like before I started the podcast, I didn't even like speaking on the phone unless I knew you. You know what I mean? I'm one of them people. I didn't like it. Don't get me wrong. I don't like it now, but I'm more comfortable doing it. So it's it, it makes you grow as a person when you, you start realizing that if you don't talk to people, you won't get anything from it as well, if you see what I mean. And it's just nice when, you know, people reach out because, you know, you get email. Oh, I spelled that wrong on there. Just realized. Um, you know, you get um, 
you get people that would email and you you're like, what do you want? Whereas now it's not. I love talking to people now, like about music and because it's all just music based. That's all it is. But yeah, it's it's made me it's made me grow and like this stuff here from the record label. I never would have asked for that two years ago. I just said, look, if you got anything spare, why don't you send it and I'll do a giveaway. Like I never would have done that. Yeah, and it's hey, you're, you're doing exactly what I did at the start, and you have the conversations, but you listen out for opportunities, and then you ask when you feel courageous enough to do it. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. The the email that I sent to, or you know, I always do the onboarding form to collect a little bit of research before an interview. One of those questions was, "Would you like to sponsor the podcast?" Mm-hmm. Now, AppSumo, when they came on, they said yes to that. Nice. That was that was my permission to send them an email after the interview or during the conversation to say, you said yes to this question. Would you like to sponsor the podcast? And what does that look like for you? And then yeah. they said the Black Friday campaign. And that's how that journey started. Yeah. You have to like pre-frame conversations by doing onboarding forms or suggesting things in email and just keep an eye out for opportunities because they are there. Like, if you have a course at the moment and you're not getting sales, submit it to AppSumo because now you have access to their community and you you will find customers on there. It might be a slow progress. It depends if there's a huge need for that course and it's going to get approved or not approved. But people are starting podcasts all the time. People will either get the podcast launch strategy on AppSumo or the podcast launch challenge on AppSumo and there aren't really many other podcast scores so uh, you could upload a podcast course if you want but (laughs) pick like uh, something else and have a go with it I mean it's all about like confidence as well like you're saying it's I never would have emailed these festivals and said can I come along like two years ago would never would have done it until I started the Mm -hmm. podcast journey and yet again like I'm doing the live streaming because of AppSumo it all comes back around to AppSumo again, thanks to Dante again. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> because of Dante said about Wave, then I've got into streaming now. Now, I never thought I'd be streaming at my age, you know, and doing it in general because it never appealed to me. Now yeah. I've done it. I've got a bug for it. I can't stop streaming. <laughs> it's, it's one of the funnest things I've ever done. And I'm just going to go on a personal tangent. We did a live stream for my friend put on a gig for musicians fighting in the Ukraine. So he's got a podcast where we, we champion unsigned bands um, and we have some Ukrainian musicians on and we did a gig at the Hope and Anchor two weeks ago, but we had the artists come on and we had someone from Ukraine come on. Thanks to AppSumo, thanks to wave.video. We had them, you know, dialing from the Ukraine and they were telling us about what's going on out there. Now that wouldn't have happened if we didn't have the app, which we didn't buy if Dante didn't tell me to buy it. So it's all sort of, you know, it's one of those things where it all is circular again. Like, you know, it all goes back round. So thanks to AppSumo, we got these musicians on. Then we got the gig and then we raised a lot of money for charity because of it. So it's all, you know, it's all a circular thing again. And it's down to AppSumo's deal. If if that wasn't an AppSumo deal and it was the original price, I wouldn't have got it. So thanks to AppSumo, I wouldn't, you know, that's why I bought it. And I, I wouldn't have recommended it so enthusiastically if I didn't see the value in it. So, yeah. No, thanks for taking it on blind faith as well, Robbie. Who can trust that face? Come on. (laughs) What can I say? (laughs) I'm sure lots of people don't. (laughs) 
I mean, this is a basic overview you're showing now, Chris, but I cannot tell you how useful this little tool is. For anyone that wants it's if you're starting out streaming or you want to start out making videos or reaction videos, because I use it a lot for reaction videos, you will not find a better tool than this at the moment for doing it on. It's it's when you get OBS for argument's sake, you get it and you open it up. And I've I've looked at OBS and it's like this big screen of bits and bobs and you don't know what it does. This thing here literally just says, you know, this is the template. This is what you can do. You can customize or you can do what you want with it. And at the end of it, you can upload it straight to YouTube if you want to. If not, you can download it and then, you know, share it on Facebook or whatever you want to do with it. But when you stream on there, what you can do is you can set your links. So I can send it to my Instagram, my Facebook, Twitch, and anything that has a streaming key at the same time. But if your guests download it for arguments, they say you and Dante download it as well it, with a free demo, you can then share it to your facebook your instagram so say there's five out of one stream you can have 15 connections on it mm-hmm. to grow and things like that um they're always growing as well there's always new bits and bobs turning up they do wonderful templates as well so if you wanted to make an intro where you know something turns and your face turns up and it says dante and chris you know live at seven they're all built in as well so you all you do is you customize and use it I know I've gone it about a lot but it's just probably the best thing i've ever bought that's just the most useful and hands-on piece of kit i've ever used as well if you see what i mean you can I also have a question do- feature sorry to jump in there's one feature that i haven't I, I haven't told you about and i haven't tested it myself but mm-hmm. when you're streaming you can have at least up to four cameras running that's right yeah well, yeah I wouldn't that, see that, that would be like proper professional type you know you're a production company now that's right yes yeah, mini production studio in a box yeah yeah, I have another question for you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. If I, if this th- this is for sh- live streaming, but could I also just host meetings on this myself? Yep. And then yep. if I need to record training material, then I can do that as well. Yeah. So yeah. What, what happens is is you've got two different boxes in there for arguments' sake. You've got like streaming and you've got recording. So there's two different types you can use. So if you did wanted to do a, say a training seminar and you want to invite me, me and Dante and Jamal and everybody else, you send an invite and it literally makes it a closed box. And then we have a similar screen to what we've got now. And then in the top right corner, it says record. You just hit that button, records everything you're doing. You can have slides, you can have pictures, you can have videos, whatever you want to do. It also works with Google Slides, so you can set that up, add that, and if you wanted to do slides as you go, and you just hit the button as well. And then if you did want to stream, you just go into the other feature, and then you do the stream, and you invite people exactly the same way. So the way they've designed it is to use the same sort of, if you're recording a video, a reaction video, you can do the same thing when you're streaming. So there's no sort of, or you've got to rethink how to do this. It's exactly the same. You're just hitting a different live button. And I thought taking that usability out as well, making it difficult, is just increases that. You know, you could give this to probably a 12-year-old and go, right, go online with that. And they would know how to do it in a couple of minutes. Thanks for listening. Because it's Black Friday, we want to help you never pay full price again. Get an extra 10% off on top of your Black Friday savings by signing up for AppSumo Plus. Get all the links to the featured deals and sign up to AppSumo Plus by visiting podcastlaunchagency.com forward slash Black Friday.